TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Steve Rosenblum. Mark Grody. They suck. So you don't have to. They can do what they have to do. They know what they have to do. Now they don't have any problem getting it done. Founding members of the WB Club. Wake and bake. Come on. Where's Toby? You find this thing. The three words that describe this show, and I quote. Stink. Stank. Stunk. It's Saturday Suckage on the score. We should be 670 WSUK. Good morning and welcome in on Chicago Sports Radio 670, The Score. I'm Mark Grody. Steve Rosenblum eventually will join us as in the last 24 hours of the show or of our lives, we have been trying to get Stevie Sunshine set up on our special broadcast app so that he, just like I, can broadcast from home, which I am doing right now here on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. So if we sound just a touch different and the communication is a little bit off, then hopefully you will understand. But we're going to do our usual show today, as in we're going to talk a lot of sports. Steve and I uh, like to entertain you always, and these are good times for entertainment. Hopefully we can quell some of your concerns. Um, and it's it's really interesting for me to think about where you may be listening to us right now, because for the most part, you're probably not driving around. And to the people that are, 
you are probably doing it for the sake of work, which ultimately would be for the sake of us. So a genuine, not just fake radio guy, a genuine thank you to those of you that are right now doing service. And I know you're making a paycheck for doing the service that you do, but it's appreciated. And I bet that you all would like to be home as well and not out there risking things. And I say that sincerely as well to the people that work at the grocery stores as um, yeah, everywhere I've been to. I live downtown, so I've got a lot of grocery stores within walking distance to me. And I've been to, to most of them. And I can tell you that those people are doing a great job, a sincere job, and it's got to be a pain in the butt. And by the way, having talked to some of the managers at various grocery stores and some of the employees, stop calling them. Stop calling. You, if, if you want uh, toilet paper or if you need supplies, go there. You're, you're going to have to take that particular risk. Uh, if you're unable to walk there, I understand. Then maybe make the call, but they have been deluged with calls. And uh, quite frankly, it's, it's probably getting a little bit annoying to them. So so uh, back off just, uh, just a little bit. Um, the rules are always the same here on 670 The Score, as in we want to hear from you. Um, 312-644-6767. We are textable as well. As always, at 670.11, we will have guests on the show today, including from The Athletic, Kevin Fishbane, who for a living covers the Chicago Bears just like I do. So we will talk to Kay Fishbane about the various Bears moves and the offseason that is, and I'll give you my thoughts on that momentarily. Um, Also on the show today is... David Schuster. David Schuster. We're not sure what David what it is that David Schuster does because there are no Bulls. He is regularly the pre and post game host of the Chicago Bulls. And if you're a long time listener to the score, you know he does actually a ton at the score. Probably has uh, more handles and jobs than anybody at 670 the score. So we'll look forward to having uh, Schuster on a, a little bit later on. But you are certainly welcome into it. Three one two six forty four sixty seven. 67 is the uh, the number. Um, I will also, hopefully when Stevie Sunshine does join us, I have to tell you about my interaction with Chance the Rapper. Most of you who live in Chicago and the Chicagoland area probably know that Chance does live in Chicago, and he does happen to live close to where I live, and uh, I ran into the man recently. So I'll, I'll tell you about that interaction. I know that Steve Rosenblum, too, as we were just talking on the phone, you know, trying to figure out how to get him hooked up here on the radio and all, um, he has has told me that he has he has written the at least the lyrics to a song, and it's a very familiar song. I think most people know this song. Um, it's a it's a Billy. I'll just tell you, it's a Billy Joel song that a lot of people have been attempting different lyrics to, and our guy Stevie Sunshine. Um, has has done the same as well. So I can't wait to, uh, <laughs> assuming that we do hook up with uh, with Mr. Rosenblum, uh, that will be the case. Um, all right, let's get into the the Chicago Bears and the the moves that have been made so far in this off season. And I will rate what they have done so far. And you know what? It's still early. Good. I will rate it as good. Um, I, my first pick for Bears quarterback was the guy that I wanted them to sign, and it it would have appeared based on reports that the Bears were in line with this as well, Teddy Bridgewater. That was the guy, and I, I don't think I'm going out on a limb or being particularly 
original for saying something like that. I mean, he was just the best possible guy in terms of everything, maybe barring the money part, but I, I never look into that. I am not somebody who likes to delve into salary cap or money or anything like that because it's up to a GM it is incumbent upon him, whether it's Ryan Pace or any GM around the league, it is up to them to be creative and to come up with a way. Uh, 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 life finds a way, in the words of Jeff Goldblum. So I, I, I get it. It's a real thing. And I res- respect those who look deeply into caps and things like that. But I just I, I don't I don't like to do that too much because I say, you know what? Find a way, get it done, make my team good. So that said, so no Teddy Bridgewater. I thought Nick Foles was the next best option, and and here's why, and here's what I think the Bears should do. I think that Mitchell Trubisky should start the season. Yes, yes, I do. I think Trubisky should be the game one starter. It's my theory of three, the Mark Grody theory of three. Give Mitchell Trubisky, say to Mitch, Mitch, You've got three games to to get it right. And I say three games because I don't want him to go into the se- the game one of the season feeling that pressure in the first series of the season. Like, if I don't get this right in one game, I've got Nick Foles breathing. you got three games to get this right. If it, do- if it looks anything like it did last year, then we're bringing in the next guy. And that next guy up is perfect because he is Nick Foles. And I don't think it's hyperbole to say that you can make a list of backup quarterbacks throughout the history of the NFL. Nick Foles is one of the greatest backup quarterbacks of all time. He is, Nick Foles, a great backup quarterback. That is uh, That cannot be undersold when a guy comes off the bench in 2017 to lead a team to the Super Bowl um, in 2018. He led the Bulls, the Bulls, the Eagles to a Super Bowl win over the Bears. He is great at being the game one starter. We don't know that for sure. Now, there was the Chip Kelly sort of spaz of greatness that existed and then quickly was quelled when defenses figured it out and Foles was ultimately injured that season. But the history says that Nick Foles is not a guy that is going to start 16 games for you. He's a guy that is going to be terrific at coming off the bench, almost like not just a great reliever, a great closer. He comes in. So to me, it's a perfect scenario. If Trubisky can't hack it after three games, you bring in this great backup quarterback and let him do his thing. And maybe even, of course, Nick Foles is going to say, and I believe it, that he's going to want to be the starter, of course, that's human. But, you know, in the back of his mind, he's got to know, and I think that people know, that he's great at coming off the bench. So it might just be the perfect scenario for the Bears this year. At 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 worst, Nick Foles has to come off the bench. At best, Mitchell Trubisky turns into a good quarterback this year. And I have been told, I am being told in my ears right now by Zach Withers back in our downtown Chicago studios, that Steve Rosenblum is now joining us here on The Score. Steve, how you doing today? I'm doing okay, Mark. Can you hear me? How am I coming Steve, across? Where, Saturday where you been? nothing sucks more <laughs> than having us try to do it this way. Steve, what happened? What was going on? Give us the minutia. Why were you not on at the beginning of the show? We'll have to ask our engineer. I asked him, and he goes, hell if I know. So I think that's <laughs> that's kind of summing up Saturday. I blame second. the boomer that can't work the app. That's that's my problem. Nope. I I I pressed the button. I pressed the broadcast button just like now, 
And then finally you came in my ear, you should, my, your voice came to my ear, and I said, okay, now we're going to do this. Mark, I, I have a question for you. I have not been a part of the first 15 minutes of this show, but I, it's a very important question. I know you were discussing Nick Foles. Has Nick Foles gotten hurt yet? No, he's not been hurt yet. No, as far you know? as far as I know, he know? is not um, tripped over. You know, that's a good question. Um, you know what? Has, Maybe has we could try to. Has he been on a conference call? Uh, he has not been on a conference call. That, that we have not had that ability as of yet, and uh, we have not been able to to go see him. By the way, I want to address a uh, a, a 920 texture here right off the bat. Um, he says, "Damn, this that is lazy. Salary cap matters 100 percent." Pace has screwed this team beyond this year. Terrible offseason. No, I don't think it's lazy at all because you you look at what NFL GMs, yes, of course it's a reality for GMs. They have to pay attention to the salary cap. Owners have to pay attention to the salary cap. Players are cognizant of the salary cap. But you know what? My point is, Stevie Sunshine, I don't use that as an excuse. I will not allow that for my GM, for any team's GM Make the team better. I don't care if you're 26th in the salary cap. Make the team better. Become creative. Do what you have to do to to make it better. So to the guy who says uh, that that's lazy, um, get off my radio station. No, that also reflects incompetence. Did 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 you really need to give up a number for a fourth round pick for Nick Foles? Was was there a lot of bidding? on Nick Foles that it required the Bears who are draft capital challenged because of Ryan Pace's other horrible moves? Are they well are are they that desperate they had to give they had to give up a fourth round pick? Steve, they they apparently were not able to sign Teddy Bridgewater, who it looked like was their first choice. I think it got to the point where things were starting to dry up in terms of the quarterbacks that were available. So I don't think the Bears were in a great bargaining position at that point. They had to do what they had to do. And, you know, they to in order to get Foles, in order to secure him, that's apparently what they did have to give up. And how do you know, how do we know if other, maybe there were a lot of teams that were after Nick Foles. I mean, this is, like I said, this is a say what you want to say about the injuries. This is a great backup quarterback. But he's getting paid like a starter. Would you rather have Chase Daniel? Um, I'd rather have somebody else making the decision. You know why I believe this is a bad decision is because Ryan Pace made it. What I think Ryan Pace knows about quarterbacks can be can be explained in in three names, Jay Cutler, Mike Glennon, Mitch Trubisky. There is nothing that tells me he knows anything about quarterbacks. And the fact that he made this decision tells me it's the wrong one. Here's how I can uh, help you out on that one, Steve. This right. Nick Foles, Nick Foles mm -hmm. is not an outside of the box hiring. Okay. Um, I think that Mike Glennon was because he was untested in every way, shape, or form. Um, <laughs> the the Cutler thing was a placement, was a kind of a placement facilitator. It was something that was acquired, and they were trying to figure it out. Foles is a guy who at least, and, and Trubisky, Trubisky we know, was a complete project and a complete 
risk relative to what he did and didn't do in college. Nick Foles, you know exactly what he is. So this is not this is not a typical Ryan Pace hiring because it's not him surprising anybody with this. Nick Foles was one of the guys in a batch of guys who everybody expected to go out and get. Who who do you think the Bears should have gotten? Did you want Andy Dalton? Uh, did you want Jameis Winston in here? Who exactly should the Bears have gotten to be their starting quarterback this year or backup quarterback? Uh, whoever Ryan Pace didn't get. That's kind of where <laughs> I was on this. Now, now, what do you make of this? Because I understand your your argument, your point, and we'll dive into that in just in, in a little deeper. But Mitch Trubisky has a better career completion percentage than Nick Foles, 63.4 to 69, 61.9. That's no good. Foles has a better career. But do you really rating. believe that, Steve? Steve, is that does that really tell the, I, well, the tale of these two quarterbacks? I don't think that tells anything. The completion percentage? Yeah, is, you, you really is, think so? When you look at that, you, you so you think Trubisky's a better quarterback than I, since you brought I, that stat up. That must mean what that must be what you're thinking. I I I don't. His completion percentage is better, and we know he's inaccurate. And if if Nick Foles' completion percentage is is worse, that's an issue. Foles has better yards per attempt, net yards per attempt, adjusted yards per attempt. They average about they each average about 1.2 TDs per game and virtually the same number of interceptions per game. And where Nick Foles, when Nick Nick Foles does his best work, the way you've set it up, coming off the bench, he had his best season coming off the bench for an Eagles team. But that Eagles team led the league in rushing. In 2017, he quarterbacked the Eagles at the Super Bowl. Famously, he came off the bench again for a team that finished third in rushing. Matt Nagy doesn't believe in running the ball. So square that for me, could you? That'll have to change. And it depends on, and I, I get it, like Matt Nagy, and to a lesser degree, Ryan Pace, has given you no reason, gave you no zero reason, to think that this team can be a running team going forward. But I am hoping, and depending on the fact that they, at this point, have accepted that, that they know now that this is what they have to do. One of the questions that I did ask Matt Nagy at the Combine, you know, way back when we were covering sports and all, um, was, <laughs> are you? God, that was great. That was a... Let me throw a log on the fire and you just regale us with stories. That was a great time. I'm, I'm, yeah, sometimes I'll tell you about the, the days when I was a sports reporter. But you know what? That's in the past. Uh, but... But at the the combine, I said, are you willing to change your offense at this point to suit what's going on in in terms of the talent and what has to be done around whomever the quarterback turns out to be? And he said yes. And it, it felt like, and it's just his word, it felt like a sincere yes because he answered the question with authority and he answered the question. It wasn't like a ah, kind of thing. Um, I think that they know that now, that not only the running game, but doing what they did do towards the end of last season, and that was to simplify things, change things, figure out better ways to use different players uh, with, with example one, 
being the quarterback, Mitchell Trubisky, who, as we remember in the Dallas game, I think it was, where he had a couple of gigantic runs, sort of the way he operated in 2018, which he just, whatever for whatever reason, he didn't do in 2019. But, Steve, to your point, absolutely, they got to run the ball more. They've got to get that part right. They've got to they've adjust their offensive line to run the ball better and make a true commitment to it or this thing is going to be a bust. And I, I do hope that they they watched the, you know, we saw huge success with that in this year's NFL playoffs with a couple of teams, including one of the teams that made it to the Super Bowl, and that being the San Francisco 49ers, which with Jimmy Garoppolo would be a pretty good blueprint. But we do know how talented their tight end is and George Kittle and a really good offensive line. And you were able to put sort of generic running backs in the backfield to make them good. But the Bears 100% have to commit to that. And I think, I, I hope that they know that now. Yeah. Well, remember when he said he wasn't an idiot in the middle of the season and he has to run the ball more than seven times? Did you really see any commitment to a running game after that? I mean, they, they, did, they did add uh, J.P. Holtz. To uh, they added an extra Cornelius Lucas, extra blocker, JP Holtz, fullback, tight end, extra blocker. So there was at least the appearance of an attempt to do more. So yeah, I mean, they did. Steve, it was bad before. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm just saying we started to see some things that were not what Mitch Trubisky walked in the door to Hallis Hall with in on day one when he had that that when he had to have three trucks basically back up his playbook um, into Hallis Hall and, <laughs> and and now it's in a sidecar in his motorcycle so that that's that's really what it's come down to yeah uh, look man I, I am I guess I'm going on faith and maybe I'm a little bit naive but I I think that they see what we see and that's that. Finally, and it's yeah, it's taken Matt Nagy way too long to figure it out that you, you cannot run that offense, the offense that Matt Nagy came in with from from Andy Reid and Doug Peterson and whomever else. You can't do that, and it's taken Nagy too long to realize it. All right, okay. Well, this is Saturday suckage, so we're talking about the Bears and their quarterback situation. Nothing could be more appropriate, uh, other than me not being able to get on the air because of technology. So we'll Whose take fault a break. was that again? Let's, who, who do we throw? I, I mean, we need to throw everybody. people under the bus, you know? Every, yeah, nobody. everybody. It's okay. nobody's fault. It's Saturday okay. suckage at its best. So Good. I have another question about Ms. Trubisky that you can help me work through. Our phone number is 312-644-6767. Our text number is 67011. The text zone is brought to you by Rosen Hyundai of Algonquin. Save time. Shop online at rosenhyundai.com. So we'll come back with yet another question that Dr. Grody can help me work through and maybe to even get through the thick skull of Matt Nagy. I'm Steve Rosamond. He's Mark Grody. Saturday Suckage at its most perfectness. Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Welcome and welcome back. Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Am I on the air, Mark? You seem to know better than me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you. You sound great, Stevie Sunshine. Steve, yeah, we're Steve, slow it down a second. It be. Slow us, slow it down. How are you? Are you okay? Take a breath. I'm Take Uma. a deep breath. Are you okay? I'm I'm Uma. That's what I'm saying. I'm Uma. I'm upright, mobile, and asymptomatic. I'm Uma. 
Oh, that is that is good. That is so Steve Rosenblum. I've connected the dots, and Steve, your table is ready. Yep, thank you. I appreciate it. We all we all should strive for Uma, and there was a time where we all did. Um, so I have a question for you. You're gonna have to help me out with this. It's sort of math based, but you gotta, <clears throat> Mitch Trubisky, the current waste of time waste of draft capital for the Bears, claims to be a rep-based quarterback. And there was a time last year where he was really talked up as looking good in practice. And then we could see the massive overthrows to Robinson and Gabriel prompting uh, interim coach Matt Nagy to talk about how he hit all those passes in practice. So I don't know if it's a bad read. Maybe you just can't handle the pressure on Sundays, can't translate it to the practice field. But if he is a rep-based quarterback, and now you have another quarterback you have to seriously consider for the starting job, that should mean fewer reps for the rep-based quarterback. How does he get better? How does Mitch Trubisky get better? How does Nick Foles get a fair shot? Can you work out the math for me in this? Well, first of all, we have to figure out from the Bears, since as you, you all right over there? Yeah, yeah, my Steve. Yes, yes, I am. Okay, I'm. I'm okay, you just you just roll over. Morse code, save me, <laughs> save me from roll over. risky talk. <laughs> is it is it just me or? Uh, is it you too? Like, uh, this is odd, but uh, every once in a while, I'm not paying attention to what you're saying only because I'm sitting at home and I'm not used to doing this. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> I think right where not I paying do. attention to what I say is a natural human response. So I forgive you <laughs> like, completely and I understand it 100%. Yeah, like, I just feel like I'm on a, uh, you know, sit, I'm sitting on my couch where I usually zone out and uh, every once in a while, oh yeah, I'm talking to Rosamund here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a really odd. Did he find the stuff? But anyway, me? Yeah. here's the uh, here's the answer to your question. I want to All find right. out first from the Bears, and as you correctly pointed out, we have not had the opportunity to hear from or to speak to the powers that be with the Bears as of yet because of everything that is going on. Um, we don't. We have not heard them say yet that they are. This will be a competition. Now I assume it will be. Um, it depends what they have in, in the back of their minds. I think in the back of the Bears' minds, they have an, they know who's going to be the starter this year. So you'll you'll have that. I, if it's a Trubisky, then you will naturally see Trubisky get more repetitions in Lake Forest this year where the Bears are holding training camp. If in the back of their minds it's Nick Foles, then guess what, Steve? You're not going to have to worry about it. So it is important that we hear from the Bears, and I think it's important that you know and everybody knows that I think the Bears have a pretty good idea of who's going to start game one. Okay, we can get to that in a moment. Our text line brought to you by Rosen Hyundai of Algonquin. Save time. Shop online at rosenhyundai.com. I think this is a very Saturday suckage um, text uh, from the 262. I have a 28-minute drive to the hospital. I'm a doctor. I am so happy and thankful you are on, question mark. That's perfect. That is exactly what we're here for, <laughs> for you to question why we're on. So <laughs> if, if, if you believe they know who's going to start, then it's going to be Mitch because Nick Foles has never done anything as a starter. In fact, he's been a disaster. 
he's been worse worse than Trubisky as a starter. So you're saying Mitch is going to start, he's going to have a chance to fail, and then Nagy's going to save Ryan Pace's job by putting Foles on the field and letting Nick Foles do what Foles does well, which is just come on and play superhero. Yeah. Yeah, he could. Okay. And, you know, I haven't ruled out the possibility, Steve, that he could be a good starter from game one throughout the year. You remember there, what, what was the year? Was it 2013 or 14 in Philadelphia? He didn't start, with Chip Kelly, he, came, where he, he didn't start. He didn't? he didn't? No, he came off the bench Who started that season, that year? too. Okay. Um, some, All right. Somebody bad. Um, he didn't start. His best stuff is, has come in on in relief. Like it, it, yeah, I mean, you're, I mean, no there's, time to think. There, there's no doubt that he, he has his his best work has been when he he comes off the bench. That he thrives under that scenario. Uh, but you know, I haven't completely ruled out the possibility that if healthy, that he could be a starting quarterback in this league for 16 games. Okay. Uh, you said that with a question mark. Our doctor said his emoji was a smiley face, but apparently got translated as a question mark. And that's, you know, I do have to Saturday say, suckage. yeah, no, perfect for, it. I do have to say too, at the beginning of the show, uh, the part that you were not on, um, as you were trying to <laughs> Which figure was our out best, our highest rated. Yeah, it really was. It was great. I I I was giving a uh, sincere thank you to the to the people that still are working, those that are driving around in the service industry right now, those that work at grocery stores, and then I completely left out maybe the most important people, and those are the health professionals who are having to put up with a lot right now. And man, I wouldn't want to be anywhere near a hospital right now, stepping in the lobby of a hospital. Um, doesn't even sound good. And there's people that are going to work every single day. And I, I, there's a, I live in a high rise and I, there's a doctor that I was talking to here. Um, and she, um, you know, she's an internist, so she's like still trying to get to, you know, full doctor status. And I just asked her, I said, how, how's it going? And she kind of looked at me as she stepped away from me, as she social distanced from me, she just said, not good. So, you know, big thumbs up to all those people. I would I would not want to be in those circumstances right now. So good for you and thank you. Yes, doctors, nurses, pharmacists that, you know, delivery people knock and go and whatever. And they even stop handling cash. Cash can can carry that kind of stuff. And by the way, if you're if you're living in a, a high rise and you don't have you don't have an in-home washer dryer and you need to go to a this is how you need to think of it. You go to a coin-op place, any kind of coin-op place, a vending machine. You go to a, um, uh, besides coin-operated laundry, you go to use a, an ATM. Make sure you have wipes with you. Or create your own sanitary wipe. Get two parts of aloe without lidocaine and mix, mix two parts of aloe with any kind of vodka or gin that has 60% alcohol, and you've created your own legitimate sanitizer. And wipe it on all the buttons you might touch if you're not wearing latex gloves. Because you never think about it. Coins and coin slots and doorknobs and all that kind of stuff. Be as safe as you can. We have a question here. We have a question mm -hmm. here. And we also have some tips from Normal, the national organization for... Um, uh, about marijuana laws, and we have some tips from them. We have a text here about how has the WB Club been for you guys during the pandemic, and we have WB Club news. I think we, we need to share it. We need to share what is essential 
what has been determined to be essential business and what normal the national organization for the reform of marijuana laws has going on i think we need to share all that and um, david crosby can help you in your times of trouble so i think we'll do that before we get back to more bears talk at the top of the hour with kevin fishmain of the athletic i'm steve rosenblum he's mark Rody. saturday suckage the wb club uh, during these traumatic times you need us more than ever but we're pleasers, not teasers. We're here for you. Chicago Sports Radio, 670 to score. Welcome in, welcome back. Saturday sucking. The WB Club, we have an answer to an essential question. Mark, we were talking about this yesterday in these dangerous, traumatizing times. Mm-hmm. Will pot still be available? WB Club needs right. to know, right? right? Right. Are the dispensaries still operating as they were prior to the outbreak? Well, thanks to Governor Pritzker during his, um, as we were, 5 o'clock today is his uh, uh, keep your ass at home deadline. That's when it starts. And he declared, you know, obviously doctors, nurses, delivery people, grocery store workers, pharmacists, uh, among the essential businesses, law enforcement, waste collection, child welfare personnel, stuff like that. Producers of cannabis, they're considered essential personnel. They're allowed to and encouraged to remain open. And Dispensary mm. 33, which I believe was Chicago's first, that's the way it carries itself, advertises itself. It tweeted out, medical patients purchasing cannabis is allowed under the governor's shelter-in-place order. We will remain open to you 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. every day. Please do not hoard or panic buy. Our deliveries are still on schedule, and we will have ample product supply next week and the week after. So it's really a time for that. It's really a time to understand you can't panic buy pot, nor, according to Normal, the National Organization for the Reform of Marijuana Laws, do not share joints, pipes, or bongs. So it's just puff, pa- puff, puff, don't pass. I think it's all really good advice in these traumatic times. Yeah, I think that this also will be a good time, temporarily anyway, for the return of the, um, the small business owners, if you will, the dealers that maybe started to go out of business once the legalization occurred. And I would have to imagine that most of our diehard WBers the ones that have been puffed daddy in for a while now probably still <laughs> probably still get it from their local small bit if you know what i'm saying small business owner anyway so um those connections are probably still occurring throughout the great big beautiful city of chicago and the land of lincoln which we call illinois so i'm glad that you made that clarification i would like to clarify something as well from a texter and thank you i don't want to insult doctor sensibilities that are driving right on their way to work right now um this texter says an internist is a full-fledged doctor an intern is a learning doctor i believe the the young lady in my building is a internist and she was the one that was giving me the info that things basically um uh, for lack of a better word or actually this is the best word steve things suck at the hospitals right now yeah, it's awful. It's awful. There, um, uh, I saw a photo of a. It was tweeted out of Vanderbilt's parking lot, 
had empty beds lined up with as much plastic covering as they could imagine, as much as they could, as much as they can um, close off each, almost like each stall is closed off in plastic as much as they can, as much as they can keep it um, outbreak free, I guess, or, or keep it contained that way. Um, here's something I found, and, and WB Club will find this amusing, that with with uh, quarantine starting in um, California and New York, and David Crosby, who is a um, longtime guy. Um, longtime guy. Longtime guy, certainly a longtime pothead going back He's to a the bong, more, of, more like uh, More like bong tong guy. The, yeah, bong time guy, there you go. Well, an author, um, he, he tweeted back at an author, I need to show you how to roll a joint. And then that opened the floodgate. So on his Twitter feed was people asking him to grade the joints that they've rolled. And he, he was honest as hell. He, he told someone, your, your joint looks poor. It looks like a snake who swallowed a bowling ball. And then there was one uh, Twitter handle said, from Serrano's Chicken. There's your sports angle, Serrano's Chicken. <laughs> wow. said that's crumbled and puny. And he, Stifler's mom says, that, that Twitter handle, said, I would smoke that. That's nice work. Uh, somebody else, he tweeted back a, that the joint was a party waiting to happen. Beautiful, even though it's the size of a small sex toy. So there you got David Crosby is rating, rate your joints. That's and, great. Uh, By the way, um, from the and we're textable here at 67011. It says from yes. Z3O, Rosenblum's audio is kind of weird sounding. We should con- continue to explain to our listeners that Steve and I are at, we are not together in our downtown Chicago studios. I'm in downtown Chicago. Steve is off in the suburbs right now. We are broadcasting from our respective homes. We have um, earplugs in and we are broadcasting from a magical app. So please understand that that is why you can Occasionally may we we may sound even stranger than we usually do. Right, right. We've kind of set the stage for that. Trying not to move, just trying to talk and go from there. I don't know what else to say. So, well, um, Ryan Pace practices, and even he's been practicing social distancing for a while when it comes to explaining what the hell he's doing. I don't understand why the team you cover has not. Brought together Ryan Pace and Nick Foles, unless unless Foles is injured, why you can't do a teleconference? We signed this guy, or we traded for this guy, and here we go. And why wouldn't you do this since it's just picking up your phone and everybody supposedly is quarantined? I'm not sure that they have been able to make the signing official yet. I don't think I have received... But it's official. not a signing, it's a trade, right? The trade oh, I'm sorry, trade, trade, yeah, yeah. No, no, I got you. I oh. don't know if that's, I, I'm uh. I'm not, what? Okay. Yeah, 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 I'm not sure what the complications are involved. You know what, maybe, um, I think I had heard something, um, either the something with the physical, or there, there's something that has to be done before, these can take place. Have they? Have Have you seen other press conferences or heard other? Like even with like somebody like Tom Brady, I don't know that we've seen or heard 
any audio or visuals from any free agents or those that have been traded for, have we? Well, I saw the Twitter where he signed the contract. You know, he got real yeah, paper but... in front of him. He signed the contract. The physical must have happened, right? I don't he... think this is like a Bears thing. I think that there's some some sort of formality that we're missing. Maybe when uh, Kevin Fishbane from The Athletic comes on, maybe he can provide a little bit of uh, clarity on that for us. Okay. All right. I uh, Speaking yeah. of social distancing... Um, or the, the lack of it. This was going around the, uh, the interwebs that perhaps you saw it. Somebody had tweeted this graphic of day two without sports. Found a young lady sitting on my couch yesterday. Apparently, she's my wife. She seems nice. <laughs> and that is? And here's, yeah, I don't know. I've just been going around. And so I have, um, I have what I believe is maybe the most we, we keep doing this. We have, like, regular versions of the most Canadian thing ever, right? So mm-hmm. CTV in Canada brought us the latest most Canadian thing. In order to maintain proper social distancing but yet still get their television work done, reporters and producers are taping microphones to, guess what, in Canada. Mm. Uh-huh. In Canada, uh, hockey sticks? Exactly right. Johnny Olson, tell him what he's won. The, wow. A standard, like a senior hockey stick is anywhere, for, is just about six feet. So it's almost perfect social distance. And then the microphone on the end of the hockey stick, and you've got yourself that, that perfect, most Canadian thing ever. The stuff you find out in times of how resourceful people are and what they need to do, because you still got to report stuff. We the news is going on. Everybody's turning to the news, and TV people have to be resourceful and creative. Yeah, and uh, you know, we we here in sport, we'll talk a lot about what's going on in the real world and in the news. But look, you know, we're we um, we're pretty good at previewing seasons. So like, there's there's always going to be sport. They like preview. There's still baseball to be discussed. There's obviously the Bears going really strong. I, uh, I don't know about you, Steve, but I, I loved the signing and was surprised by it because I didn't even see it coming, the signing of outside linebacker Robert Quinn, who gets the the five-year, $70 million deal, 30 mildo guaranteed, um, 11 and a half sacks last year. Now, he did have under double-digit sacks in the four previous years, but I can't imagine that this wouldn't work out considering the guy on the other side of the OLB room, um, and that being Khalil Mack. So I, lo- I don't know about you, but I, I loved uh, the Quinn signing, and I, I didn't see it coming. I, I did not either, and I think that was the, the one thing that Ryan Pace did right. I'm not big on the Jimmy Graham thing. I don't get that. The Nick he does defense is... right. You can at least admit that. I mean, Pace does defense correctly. Right. He's been He's this... been terrific with, with defense. Yes, yes, and it should be back up to the the level of being dominant. And I guess one of the things, Robert Quinn should benefit from from Khalil Mack, and they need to keep Akeem Hicks healthy because he's so important to making Mack and everybody else better. But I I have no idea what part went into the thinking of when, other than money, that they let Prince Amukamara go. But 
if, if, if Quinn and Mac and Hicks do what they're supposed to do and what they've done in a previous life and for previous seasons, then suddenly it might not matter that, that it's Kevin Tolliver or Trey Roberson that it's that the, the, you're not going to have a lot of time to run patterns. You're going to have a quarterback giving it up quick, and there might be they'll get back to the turnovers that they needed and the pick sixes that we didn't see last year, don't you think? Yeah, no, I think that's a great point. And, you know, to a similar degree, you know, Eddie Jackson, who still needs a friend back there in in safety land as <laughs> HaHa Clinton Dix, if people didn't hear, has rejoined, reunited with his former Packers head coach, Mike McCarthy in Dallas. So HaHa Clinton Dix to the Dallas Cowboys. But no, it's a, it's a great point. You get enough pressure back there and it makes a secondary's job a lot easier. I don't know if... Now, it, it didn't surprise me in the least that they let uh, Prince of Mucamara go just because that had been the rumbling towards the end of the season last year. And you could see it happening because Prince of Mucamara was healthy at the end and they were putting Kevin Tolliver in a whole lot at the end just to see what he could do. You know, I, I still think it's it's possible that neither of those guys, Kevin Tolliver or um, Trey Roberson, will be starting at a cornerback that they could still um, go out and get somebody that that somebody could be drafted at the CB position as well. Um, but those guys, especially Tolliver, Tolliver would have the the front row seat in terms of the competition between himself and and my ISU guy Trey Roberson. Um, but yeah, I think that something needs to be done back there. Interesting, the Bears they did they did re-sign um, DM Bush if people didn't hear to a, a one-year deal, a guy who's totally and completely capable of playing the strong safety position, and he would be a perfect complement to Eddie Jackson because you know DM Bush a little bit more physical, a little bit better of a tackler, and it would allow Eddie Jackson to continue to play center field and be be a legitimate free safety, which he just simply wasn't was uh, was not last year because he had haha. Clinton Dix played similar positions, but you know Bush is an interesting guy. You know he he's like um, you know he's one of these guys who is never going to be a star, I don't think. But he you know he played in 15 games for the team last year, almost in all of their games. He started eight games over the last four years, and he was one of the guys too that got a. It almost looked like, at least in training camp last year, and training camp is training camp, but it almost felt like Deion Bush and Haha Clint Dix at times were competing for that job last year, that they gave Bush a long look, and then that translated to him playing in 15 games this year. So they, they obviously like what Bush can do, um, and I think that he does have a shot at starting. I don't know that he necessarily will be the starter there alongside Jackson. Well, we will uh, get a different view of the good, the bad, and the bears from Kevin Fishbane of The Athletic. We'll take a break. We'll come back with that. He's Mark Grody. I'm Steve Rosenblum. Thanks for joining us on Saturday Suckage. We suck so you don't have to. And we also bring you Wake and Bake Club news because at this time, more than ever, you need that and us. And we're here for you. We're pleasers, not teasers. Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.